Hello and welcome back to another episode um, of murder cases. So I've kind of changed things up a little bit because I've decided that I want to do solved cases as well as unsolved cases. Um, so I've changed the name of my podcasts. Um, yeah, so this particular case, I am not sure if it's popular or not, um, but the case is called the Hello Kitty Murder Case. So, this case takes place in May of 1999. Um, let me read it. So, in May of 1999, a very distressed teenage girl paid a visit to the Hong Kong police station. This girl had just turned 14 years old and she came along with no guardian and reported to the police that she got hunted or haunted actually. So this girl told the police about this particular spirit that would come and she described the spirit to be a young woman who looked to be in her 20s with blood smeared all over her. At this point the police then realised why this teenage girl had come to them. This teenage girl confessed to the police that she had taken part in the long month torture of a young, of a murder of a young woman in her 20s and the spirit was the victim coming back to haunt her until she confessed. This girl was 13 when she took part in the murder and she was not alone. She was part of a group that did this to this woman. However, she was the youngest and the only female. All the other men were above 20 and were part of the Chinese mafia filled with rich and powerful men. So it was the men who did this to the woman and she just occasionally joined in. The way that she got dragged into the situation was because of the older men was her boyfriend and he was 34. This victim was a 23-year-old nightclub hostess, Fan Man Yi. Sources say she was at a nightclub hostess, and others say she was a sex worker. So at a very young age, Fan Man Yi was abandoned by her parents. So she grew up in the orphanages. Of course, when a child reaches the age of 16 he or she is to leave the orphanage because they believe one is supposed to be able to fend for oneself at that age and due to this Fan Manu found herself doing illegal sex works taking drugs and committing petty crimes to survive Fan Manu had a son and sources say it was from her husband while others say it was from one of her clients. In 1997 when Fan Man Yi was 21 years old 
she began working in a brothel rather than on the street. She was still a sex worker, but now it was more regulated and safer. Due to Fan Man Yi's job, she came in contact with many dangerous characters, and most of her clients were members of the Chinese Mafia group. She knew how dangerous it was, but she still took the risk. One day, Chang Man Lok, one of her usual clients, who was also a member of the Mafia, came. He always asked for Fan Man Yi because she was his favourite. Meanwhile, Fan Man Yi had already decided to try her luck and steal from this man after they finished. And Chan Man Lok's wallet had about 4,000 Hong Kong dollars, which was equivalent to about 400 British pounds. Of course, he found out, and when he did, he demanded she pay everything back with an interest of $10,000. He also must have threatened her because she immediately paid the $4,000 and then he asked for the remaining $10,000. And so Fan Man Yi said she was going to pay the $10,000 but it would take her a bit longer to gather the money. Chang Man Lok was not happy and he believed if he gave her more time, she might try to escape. So with the help of his two friends, 27-year-old Leng Xing Chao and 21-year-old Leng Wai Lan, they searched for Fan Man Yi. It was in March 1999 when the men found Fan Man Yi on the road. She had gone back to street business because she was too scared to go back to the brothel. Three men grabbed Fan Man Yi and drove to a property belonging to the Mafia group. They put her in an old, rundown, unfurnished, dark apartment. Chang Man Lok planned that he would make Fan Man Yi pay off her debt by giving service to people. He he set a brothel with just Fan Man Yi so she could earn money to pay her debt. The first night that she stayed in the apartment, the three men just decided to beat and rape Fan Man Yi. All the information was being told by the teenage girl at the beginning of this story. And these were what she told the officers that she had experienced. The beatings and rape became a routine and every day Fan Man Yi would be beaten and raped by these three men. Eventually, they became more creative and began to use weapons on Fan Man Yi and they would use metal bars and kitchen utensils, bits and pieces of furniture to beat her up. This teenage girl also said that they would force Fan Man Yi to smile and tell them how she 
got excited from her beatings and that if Fan Man Yi would not do that, they would beat her even harder. After a while, Fan Man Yi was so brutally beaten up that she could no longer provide these services she was using to pay off her debt. Her clients would refuse to pay to have sex with her because she was so disfigured they she was not attractive any longer. So Chang Man Lok, Lok's plan was now falling apart but he did not care because he now had his punching bag. And when they were not doing anything to Fan Man Yi, they would all hang out in a separate room playing video games or so ever as if there was not a dying woman in the next room. As more days flew by, <coughs> excuse me, as more days flew by, the men became more and more creative with the ways they would beat Fan Man Yi. They began to melt and burn plastic on her body, drip candle wax on her, and when they ran out of things to burn, they would just burn her directly. They burnt her feet so she could not stand, walk, or do anything at all. They would wander, they would they would wound her and the men would take food spices, dirt and urine and they would stuff it into her wound. The men also forced her to consume her urine and feces and they would even starve her. At this point, Fair Man Yi could not even move and the boys said that this was not fun anymore because she did not react much to the beatings. One of the men decided to tie Fan Man Yi and leave her suspended in the air so she would be easier to beat. So they tied her wrists with an electrical cord and tied up the other end to the ceiling fan and they would leave her there for hours, sometimes even overnight. Then on the 15th of April, the three men and his girlfriend, the 13-year-old girl, decided to go out. Usually they would lock Fan Man Yi in the bathroom to make it harder for her to escape. They stayed out for hours and when they came back, that was when Chang Manlock's 13-year-old girlfriend went to use the bathroom and found Fan Man Yi dead in the bathtub. Her body was oozing and they did not want to keep a dead body in the apartment. They also did not want her body to be recognised when they found. So they cut her body into pieces and to remove the flesh from the bones, they put them in a pot and boiled it until they were easy to remove. Sources say that they even used the same pot to cook food.
This case was called the Hello Kitty case because when the men finished boiling off mussels from her skull, they stuffed her skull into the head of a Hello Kitty mermaid doll and sewed it back up. The only thing the police found was her skull and the doll, her teeth on the floor and the rest of her organs in the fridge. The three men had also told their part of the story, saying that they were just running a brothel with Fan Man Yi, and it was all consensual. But Fan Man Yi was addicted to drugs, and on that particular day, she accidentally overdosed. And they said, and they said that they knew if it was their sex workers died, they would be in trouble. And so they decided to hide her body through the means, through that means. After much thought, all three men got charged with manslaughter. They were all given life sentences and were all visited by psychiatrists but they were diagnosed with no mental illnesses. They were just psychopaths who had no emotion. Although the teenage girl was part of this crime, she was let free because she had brought so much evidence for the investigation. Due to the accounts that this teenage girl gave about Fan Man Yi, coming to haunt her. People believed that her spirit was easy to communicate. So the apartment building where Fan Man Yi got killed became a meeting place for people who believed they could contact her spirit. At first it was innocent, but it became toxic when people began to question began to do questionable things there. So in 2012, it was demolished. And in 2016, on the same plot of land where the building once was, a hotel was built. That was such a full-on story. How disgusting were those people, man? It's just so disgusting. How can people do that sort of thing to somebody? To an innocent female girl as well. She had a son and her whole life ahead of her. But her life got taken so early. Well, that was the end of the story. So I will be posting again in a few days time. Please give me a thumbs up and um, I also do have a YouTube channel. I don't have any videos on there as of yet, but I will be recording my first YouTube channel on this case as well as Bradley Robert Edwards. So go check me out on there. My name is Melissa Wheat and um, I hope you enjoyed.